Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some of you are almost there. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I give you praise I sing my song to the Redeemer one who is faithful and true I lift my voice I sing this song because he's always brought me through my Lord my Redeemer my Savior and my King oh the one I love the one I worship to me he's my everything fear sing my song to you hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. 
thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, I'm thankful, Lord. Thankful, 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 I'm thankful. Thankful, 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 Lord. Thankful, 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 Lord Jesus. Oh, I give you praise, 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 I give you praise. This isn't just me doing this, this is you. Lift your voice, lift your song, lift a praise. Give him glory, 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 give him honor, give him praise, give him praise and give him glory, 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 give him glory. Give him glory, 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 glory. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that manzikiri kaje teke toko rubra basa kaviri dia. Mane menche kiri ala mane siki keka kaje kala masa kiri kaje heya kala masa kiri. Tere masa kiri ya 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 ya. Ya karami di kaya ka marani ka nam ranjanga ye ke kaire ka mana ye ki tera nama singe ka kologo tu ye ka nama na ha 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 masiki ya karama saki ke karamana nyama na masiki ye ye ya karamo ye ye karamana na ne yo ye ke ye ya ko ho ya ya Mana mana kiri ara hala hani kulo ya mana dene brazangi dikiri bramusaki ye kira mana ye kanzo kulo kota rana masaki tiki ye kira mana mana he nane tu ichiya sangeliki ya kalongo nyanga sata yemba kagareningolo zuki pangana nanani giti otoi. Aladin andang longon ye karam prasakiti ki ye kiki ki ye ye amala hamraya. Go, Lisa and Golive, come up here. Ingalanga di mango dogusha ke pepe di ingalangan jingita pante prepasiki. Member name ranzanga tiki 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 tiki. There's a refreshing here for you. This is a demonstration of how you enter into it. Mangazi ke te te bruzo gana hanga di ke te ya ka ha 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 just get full, just get full, just get full, just get full, just get full. Just get full, just get full, just get full, just get full. Just get full, just get full. Manzanga ye kete kwapraziki tenko toge nene gala masa kike te ye kama. 
The enemy wants to hold you up here thinking. He wants to hold you up here thinking. But you can unhook from... You're, you're going to take another step today. Unhooking from here and just drawing up from here. Even whenever your mind says you need to be trying to figure this out. You need to be trying to figure that out. You need to make a plan for this. You need to change. And your mind just starts racing and racing. You're going to learn today another step. Another step. Another step towards skill and hooking up from down here. I'm hooking from here. Hooking up from down here. You don't have to figure it out. 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 And as you as you practice this, as you practice this, it won't always come in the form of the material things you need. It'll come in the form of answers. Right up out of your spirit, and you'll say, and you'll be you'll be in this flow, and all of a sudden it'll bubble up so clear. This is what you do. This is what you do. And you'll laugh and 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 laugh. Because it's because it's his answer. Not your answer, his answer. <laughs> and it'll 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 work. It'll work like magic almost. It'll work. It'll just work. Just work. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sweetie, did you get any cash? Any cash on you on your purse? I left mine. Somebody go back and get my wallet. My wallet's back there. Where's my head usher? I don't know if you got any cash. Thank you, Jesus. There you go. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank 
you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Shika la masa kia te ke te ke te ke basa kaya ke te pata nomina zis ki chikite pata te te ke te ke. Ha 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 ha. If you don't like this, neither does the devil, so you're in bad company. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, they'll give that, or you can collect that and take that home. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I've learned something about Lisa. I've learned something about Lisa. That is, she's good ground. <laughs> She's being faithful to God. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me rephrase that. Lisa and Golife are good ground. Amen. Praise God. Come on up, honey. The background. Uh, the Lord just showed Becky, I, I need you to come up here. And Kimberly, you come up here. Where are you at? there's a vein that we're in so just keep on we want to we want to keep this and there are some of you that you've just been dealing with things or just maybe dogging you and you can get in these type of veins and get that stuff off of you yeah, by the anointing of yep, and so there's and, and things that getting you off. think I don't know how but this is what the Lord's saying to me Becky Live filled. Live filled. Just live filled. Just live filled. And the fuller you get, the less room there is for anything else. Ha 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 ha. And anything that already has gotten in by the flow of the of the outflow of the spirit out of you, speaking in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and worshiping unto the Lord. So anything that did get in will be displaced, will be removed. Ha 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 ha. And you've got to understand. Even in your Becky, physical body. 
you've got to understand something. These things that have come on you, these things that have tried you. Now there were some doors that were open. You understand? So you got to, you know, you're you're getting that closure, and you're becoming skilled at closing those things, right? Yeah. But but there's change coming ahead if you'll just stay the course and press through by the anointing. What Pastor Jay just ministered to you is that's going to get you through. Get you through. But I've seen something by the Spirit of God that He came to attack you, and there's reasons yeah. because your life will be better, and He knows it. So just don't don't you know yeah. don't worry about it the attacks that have come your mind has tried to tell you the devil's tried to tell you and your mind's kicked in that you're not going to get out of this this yeah. this has the way that it's going to be it's you know it's over for me that's a ploy of the enemy really on the other side you're going to have more victory than what you've or experience yeah. more victory than you ever have we already have more victory than we could ever you know but you're going to experience it the manifestation if you will just stay the course yeah. and press through and keep your mouth with the word hallelujah and just yeah. so uh, yeah, you just need to get back up, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna dance in this vein a little bit. Just remember, just remember, Becky. It's not about that door that was open anymore. <clears throat> that has nothing to do with anything right now. What it has to do right now is adversaries by the door. Yes, sir. Do you understand that? I do. Remember that verse from First Corinthians sixteen: adversaries by the door. When you get ready to go into something, there's adversaries there, and you just laugh your way through them. Because it's it's because that's an expression be of faith. Yes. Better than before. Better. You're going into better yeah, things. Going into more. And you just you just keep telling the devil, I'm going into better things. You can't keep me out. Right. It doesn't matter what you feel like. It doesn't matter about the past. Mm -hmm. Just go into that, and these veins will help you get there. Amen. And and you can just you can help Becky with that as you have been, and and just dance in this vein yourself. <laughs> in. Just dance it in. Just dance it in. Go ahead. You aren't through yet. Oh, God. 
say something there's a place you can reach where you hit a gusher you ever watch the old time western movies where you know they're drilling not not the old old time ones but the more modern ones where they're drilling for oil and they're drilling and drilling and drilling all of a sudden they hit the gusher that's what you need to learn to do just keep on getting down in your spirit Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. something out about these gushers once you hit it it's easier to go there again yeah, that's right hallelujah it's easier to go there again hallelujah thank you Jesus 
Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Some of us needed a refreshing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Glory.
<laughs> glory. Glory, 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 glory. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I've learned this is good for what ails you. Just anything, just, just anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost, they thought they were drunk. You remember that? So something was happening. Something unusual was happening. Drunk people stagger around. They laugh when nothing's funny. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ha 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 Jesus. Thank you, Lord 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 Jesus. You know, people say you're out of your mind. just out of your mind that's thank you very much I've been trying to get out of my mind <laughs> hallelujah whether you know it or not this is a flow of New Testament praise and worship be being filled be being filled Amen. Speaking to yourselves, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Well, glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Who's been having trouble? Your, your wrist, maybe it's both of them. It seems like Maybe, maybe it's one of them more than the other, but your wrists, have been, there's been pain in your wrists. Or wrists, maybe, single wrist. Come up here real quickly. Don't, don't miss out on what God has for you. Amen. Amen. Get ready, because God's power is getting ready to come on you. God's power is getting ready to come on you. 
I'll be right back to you guys. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, be healed now. Take that. Which one is it? Both of them? Be healed now. You take that. You take that. Be healed. Oh, there it goes. Oh, my, my, my. Thank you for that power. Thank you for that power. Say it out loud. I take it. It's mine. Be, I'm healed now. So take, take that. Take that. There it goes. There it goes God's power. In the name of Jesus. Be healed now in your wrists. In the name of Jesus. Be healed now in your wrists. Be healed now in your wrists. I command that inflammation to stop. In the name of Jesus. Be healed now in your wrists. I release God's power. Yeah. Be healed in your wrists. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be healed in your wrists. In the name of Jesus. 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 I ministered. Oh, there goes God's power. Now go into those wrists. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in your wrists in Jesus' name. Be healed in your wrists in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Be healed. There goes. There goes. Be healed in your wrists in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Remember the Bible I said in the book of Acts that times of refreshing would come from the presence of the Lord. Thank God for times of refreshing. Are you refreshed? (laughs) Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. <clears throat> you know, people have trouble with us just saying, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But go to Ephesians 5. Just look at it. You know, sometimes we think we're word people and we're not word people at all. What's it say in verse 18? Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be, and you know that's continuous in the Greek, continuous, be being continually filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, what's the next word? Be continually filled. What? Speaking. What? Speaking. Be continually filled how? Speaking. What? Speaking. Oh, so praise the Lord, hallelujah, that is scriptural. Speaking to yourselves. Speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. That's singing. Singing. Then what? Making sadness. Complaining. Talking about everything the devil's doing. No, singing and making melody. 
Melody. Melody. Melody. Amen. That's what that means. You, you got a song. Make a melody in your heart unto the Lord. Then what's the next word? I think it's the next verse. What? Is that verse 20? Giving thanks. Always. Giving thanks always. Amen. Well, does that mean just in Sunday morning? But back up to the 17th verse. What's the 17th verse say? Wherefore, be ye not unwise, what? But understanding, then what? What the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine. So he's telling us what the will of God is. That's the will of God for you. Hallelujah. Then go to, uh, I guess it's 1 Thessalonians. I didn't write down if it's first or second. I guess you're supposed to know that yourself. Chapter number five. First Thessalonians chapter number five. I believe. First Thessalonians chapter number five. Look at verse number sixteen. First Thessalonians five, verse number sixteen. Rejoice. That means evermore means from now forever. Starting right now and never quit. Rejoice evermore. Pray every now and then, you know, whenever your mother-in-law moves in with you or something like that. That joke's not funny because my guy got a good, good mother-in-law. But pray without ceasing all the time. Anyway, anyway, and whatever. Then in everything, huh? In every, not for everything, not, every, not everything that comes is God. But in the middle of it all, give thanks. Oh, I just don't know what I'm going to do. This verse told you what to do. Give thanks. Thanks for what the devil's doing? Of course not. No, you're not thankful. Thank God for the victory right in the middle of it. Thank God for what God said. Thank God for what belongs to you. Thank God for the word. I don't have anything to give thanks for. You you got the Bible. Just start thanking God for the Bible. In everything, give thanks. For, now notice, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I just don't know what the will of God is. Well, if you don't do the written word and the written will of God, you'll never know the specific will of God. Here's the will of God. Just keep on. He said, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God. So always giving thanks. Then he said this, verse 19. I think this is connected. Quench not the spirit. Huh? Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. So the will of God is that you and I keep on being filled and keep on, according to Ephesians 5, being filled, speaking in Psalms, giving thanks. Here he said it's the will of God for us to rejoice always, giving thanks, in everything give thanks. And then he said what we do when we do that is we're not quenching the Spirit. The Spirit's always wanting to help us. But if we're complaining, we're quenching the Spirit. You can see the connection. You can see how he wrote it one right after the other and how it's all connected. Amen. Amen. I meet too many Christians that I'm disappointed in their level of fullness. Amen. And that's what their problem is. If they'd focus on getting full, 
I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but if they'd focus on get, use their faith to stay filled, yeah. a lot of the things they're praying, and, oh God, oh God, yeah. a lot of those things wouldn't even be a, be a factor in their life. Because this is the will of God. This is the will of God. Hallelujah. Now go over to, let's see here. Uh, go over to Second uh, Timothy chapter number one. Look at verse number five. 2 Timothy chapter number one, verse number five. While you're going there, you remember that Paul said you're going to... Uh, <laughs> Second Timothy one, verse number five. But you remember Paul said in Hebrew, uh, not in Hebrews, in, in first Corinthians chapter number 12, he said, verse number one, be not, un, he said, don't be ignorant. I would not have you ignorant concerning things pertaining to King James says, uh, concerning spiritual gifts. I would not have you to be ignorant. Gifts is italicized. Yes. Literally in the Greek says spirituals, things that pertain to and of the Holy Ghost, yes. what it literally means. And then he talks about things that pertain to the Holy Ghost. Yes. Well, uh, one thing that pertains to the Holy Ghost, Ephesians 5, is that we're supposed to be continually filled with him. Yes. Not just whenever we got, not, not when we were baptized in the Holy Ghost, spoke with tongues for the first time yeah. only, yeah. but continually, continually. 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 Some people, they go back to that day they were filled with the Spirit and spoke with tongues for the first time as the greatest day in their life. Well, you're missing it. That's not supposed to be the greatest day in your life. The greatest day ought to be just, just today. Just the, the filling you got today. Continually being filled. That's the will of God. So he said here, 1 Timothy chapter, or excuse me, 2 Timothy 2, excuse me, I'll get it. 2 Timothy 1, verse number 5, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which thou dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, I'm persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore, because of that faith, wherefore means because of what he just said. Because I see you've got faith, he said, I put you in remembrance that you stir. Stir up. Stir up the gift of God that is in thee. Stir it up. When I was a kid, I don't know if they still got the gift, still got the chocolate syrup, put in milk and make chocolate milk. My mama would make us chocolate milk. She'd put that, she'd squeeze that thing and it'd go to the bottom. And you, you go to drinking that milk and you don't taste any chocolate, it's just milk. Why? What's wrong? You didn't stir. Amen. You got to stir. That's the way things of the Spirit are. I don't know why I, other people, they get filled and uh, I just don't seem to feel anything. Well, you didn't stir. <laughs> Amen. Well, how do I stir? Right here's your stir stick. Right here. I'm not sticking my tongue out at you. I'm showing you, I'm showing you my stir stick. You got to dip this down in your spirit and start drawing up. Drawing up. Draw up what? Draw up the, the Holy Ghost. He's in there. He's, you're born again. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. He's in you. But he's oftentimes dormant because you don't tap into him. Now go over to uh, Proverbs chapter number 20. Proverbs chapter number 20. Today's not precept and example. Today's example and precept. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Proverbs 20, verse number five. Counsel is in the heart of man like deep waters. So let's just all cry because we don't, ha- it's, it's down in there. We don't know what, it, what, 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 in our minds, we don't know what we're supposed to do. No. Counsel is in the heart of man like deep waters, but a man of understanding will draw, draw, draw it out. Draw, say it out loud, draw it out. Draw it out. All right, go to Ephesians chapter number five. Yes, sir. Okay. Ephesians chapter number six, not five. Ephesians chapter number six and uh, verse number 10. Ephesians six, we want you to see these in your own Bible. I'm gonna read this in the Amplified. Ephesians six ten. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Now notice, be, this is the Amplified, be empowered. Be empowered through your union with him. Now how on earth are you going to be empowered? Haven't we already received power? Remember Acts 1.8, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes. Haven't we already received that? Sure we have. But many times it's dormant. Be empowered through your union with him. Then here's how you, you, you uh, be empowered. Draw, this is the Amplified, draw your strength from him. That strength which his boundless might provides. In other words, what's in you, the greater one in you, the power of God in you, the one who has all your answers, the one who has your strength, the strength you need, amen, the counsel you need, the encouragement you need. Well, there's just nobody to encourage me. Remember David, he's encouraged himself in the Lord. Amen. Nothing wrong with getting encouraged from other people. Other people will encourage you, won't they? I get encouraged by other people. But see, we got to learn to not depend on them. Just like you need to learn to not depend on the worship team to get full of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the worship team. But we don't need to, de- we don't need to wait till Sunday morning. We can do this in the middle of the night. You wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and there's thoughts bombarding your mind. You can dip down in here and draw up, draw up, draw up. What's down in here? Before you know it, you're laughing yourself silly. Full of the Holy Ghost. Just so, just so, just so laughing at the, how big of a liar the devil really is. What'd you do? You drew something up. You didn't draw it from here, you drew it from down here. So he said, I don't want you to be ignorant concerning things that pertain to the Spirit over there in 1 Corinthians 12, 1. Well, here's one thing not to be ignorant of concerning, concerning things of the Spirit. You got to stir them up. The things of the Spirit will lie dormant unless you stir them up. Or let's put it another way, unless they'll, they'll lie dormant like the chocolate in the bottom of your cup. Your sippy cup. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's for your babies. But, but like chocolate down in the bottom of your cup, you got to stir it up. You got to draw it up. Ooh, glory. Amen. I wouldn't trade some people's spiritual experience for anything in the world. Because they don't stir much. I'll take mine. Amen. I stir it up all the time. Somebody said, well, I just don't remember Brother Hagin had that lady come to him. And he told that story about that lady. He's sleeping. They were pray, preaching at a distance. But it was close enough that they wanted to drive home every night and sleep in their own bed. Didn't get to do that a lot. He's a traveling preacher. So he, he's driving all, you know, he's preaching late and fellowshipping with the preacher. Get home maybe 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, he was doing that for several nights. And so, you know, naturally you're sleeping in more in the morning. Oh, 
And so he's, uh, he's it's, it's, I don't know what time it was in the morning, but it's too early to be up. And he hears a knock on the door. And he's, he's trying to figure out who it is, where it's coming from. You know, how many ever just woke up and <laughs> can't figure out what's going on? So he goes to the door, he feel, realizes at the, at the door, he goes to the door and there's a lady there that used to go to the church and her mother. And uh, she had gotten, uh, I started going to another church or something, Brother Hagin hadn't seen her for a while, but anyway, she's there crying. And Brother Hagin said, well, what is it? Well, I, I just need to talk to you. I just need to get back in fellowship with God. All right. So he opened the door. You know how it is. You're waking up. And he opened the door. She came in, sat down there crying. And Brother Hagin said, well, whatever it is, the Lord will forgive you. Let's get down here on our knees and, uh, and pray and the Lord will forgive you. And she said, well, Brother Hagin, she tuned up crying and said, Brother Hagin, I don't know what it is. I just don't know what it is. He said, what do you mean you don't know what it is? She said, well, I just don't have that same feeling I used to have. You know, I just don't feel like I'm saved like I used to feel like I'm saved. Brother Hagin said, he said, then I got perturbed. He said, I said to her, he said, well, if we went by feelings right now, I just woke up. And I don't feel yeah. safe myself. He said, half the time I go to the, to go to the pulpit to preach, I don't feel, about, I don't feel half saved. Yeah. Yeah. She said, preachers feel that way too. She said, what do you do? He said, well, just sit and watch me. He's, he's about half sleeping. You know what I'm talking about? He said, he said, he closed his eyes and he said, now you keep, he told the lady, you keep your eyes on me. He closed his eyes and he said, he dipped down in his spirit and said, Father, I just want to thank you that I'm born again. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you that I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And he said, he started doing that, didn't feel anything. Yeah. But then he, he, he started doing that and he just kept on doing it. All of a sudden, the, the, <coughs> the Holy Ghost, Jesus bubbly, yeah. started bubbling up yeah. on the inside of him. Yes. Yes. You know that's in you right now? That's right. Yes. It's in you when you don't feel anything. It's called the new wine. Yes. And so he just started tapping into that and it started bubbling up. And all of a sudden he just burst out laughing. And started rejoicing and praising God and saying, thanking him for the word. Well, and she said, wait a minute, Brother Hagin, your whole countenance changed. He said, that's right. He said, that was in there the whole time. And he said, it's in you right now. She said, can I do that? He said, of course you can. And so he said, just join in with me right now. She joined in for she knew it. She's full of the Holy Ghost, rejoicing and full of, full of, full of God. What'd she do? She stirred. And she forgot all about Brother Hagin praying for her. She just left happy. Amen. Hallelujah. But she could have done that all on her own. Amen. You know why we have to go on Sunday morning? It's because people don't do it at home. Oh, pastor, you're talking about me. Well, I don't mean to point you out. Amen. Amen. I was talking to Brother Chris the other day at the uh, wedding yesterday, and he reminded me of something we said years ago, and I forgot all about it. He said, you remember whenever he said that, uh, you said to the congregation, the reason we have trouble in the youth group with some of the kids is because they're not living in spirit-filled homes? Yeah. 
I said, I said that, didn't I? I forgot all about that. I, I plead guilty. I remember I said that. Amen. Well, just keep looking straight ahead and smile. Amen. Hallelujah. You can, your, your home can be full of the Spirit. And it needs to be filled continually. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. The Lord said to me, I'm giving you a new assignment to train this congregation in the things of the Spirit. Well, this is one of the things we're training in, training to stir. Stir up the gift of God. Stir up the gift of God. Hallelujah. He's in there. The Holy Ghost is on the inside. And he's got all his old time power. All his old time refreshing. Amen. So uh, anyway, that's what the Lord said to me. He said, uh, I, I want you to begin to train this congregation in the things of the Spirit. Well, we're learning. Amen. We're, we're having times of refreshing. We're having moves of the Spirit. And the more we yield to it and go, the stronger it's going to get. Amen. Now, I want you to notice Ephesians 5 said, this is the will of God. And then he said in verse 18, be not drunk with wine, <clears throat> but be continued, where is excess, but be, con be filled with the Spirit. In other words, there's no such thing as excess, being filled with the Spirit. Now notice, here's how, speaking to yourselves. In other words, this is, he said psalms, hymns, and spiritual psalms. But see, you might have the idea, well, because you've been to church. <laughs> okay, that means turn to him. Somebody stands up and says, turn to him, number 532. Bringing in the sheaves, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's just one I remember. <laughs> you didn't sing that in the Catholic church. <clears throat> you didn't even know what the sheaves were. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, uh, but so no, they didn't have hymn books back then, so they couldn't sing, you know, hymn number 532. Yeah, right. They didn't have the yeah. printing press. Right, right, yes. That's right. But these psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, they're not something that somebody else got that we're singing. They're something that's given in the moment of time by the Holy Spirit, by the spirit of prophecy. Well, I don't have the gift of prophecy. Well, sure you do. Everybody should be speaking. Notice he didn't say, uh, notice here, verse number 18. Uh, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit as the Spirit wills. No. Huh? Somebody said, well, it says in 1 Corinthians 12 that these nine manifestations of the Spirit, including prophecy, is as the Spirit wills, it, doesn't it? But here it doesn't say anything about the Spirit willing it. He just said, do it. Just do it. Just do it. Ooh, glory be to God. Just do it. Amen. Amen. I said amen. <clears throat> so he, and then that's what 2 Timothy 1.6 is talking about. He said, stir up. Just do it. You just do it. And <clears throat> what does that mean? You initiate this. Don't wait for the Holy Ghost in this. Now, I believe he's met over in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he's talking about public utterances for the whole congregation. And that'd be as the Spirit wills. But here, this is for your private devotional life. Isn't that right? In Ephesians, he said, be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. You, you be filled with the Spirit. 
speaking in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Singing and making melody. Isn't that right? So you can see there, according to the way that's written, that that's for your own private edification. Isn't that right? And you can just stir that up anytime you want. We got to learn. I mean, as much as we've taught about it, we still got to learn to dip. Yes. Brother, hey, bro, I mean, Dr. Frank used to talk about dipping. He's not talking about dipping snuff. He's talking about <laughs> dipping down into your spirit and seeing what's down in there. If you, if you dip down many mornings, you'll wake up. There's either a prayer in there or a praise in there or a song in there. Now, it might be one that we sang at church or one that you heard somewhere that blessed you. It might be one, so don't misunderstand me. But yeah, right on the other hand, it doesn't have to be. Amen. You, you can't have it, but I record some of my songs of the Spirit sometimes. I got them right here. And every now and then I got, go back and just listen to them. Woo, bless it. Woo, glory. I like that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I go down the road singing it again. Well, I don't get those kind of songs. No, let me rephrase it. You don't draw up those kind of songs. Well, I don't sing. I can't carry a tune. Didn't say anything about carrying a tune. He just said singing, making melody. Hallelujah. Some of you are looking at me like you don't know anything about what I'm talking about. That's why I'm preaching on it. So uh, really, when the Lord said, I want to train, I want you to train, give you a new assignment, train this congregation in the things of the Spirit. He's talking about some of this. Because you know what? This is the doorway into all the rest of it. This is the doorway into all the rest of it. If we won't follow written instructions, Bible instructions, then we'll not get into the rest of it. If we don't stay full, we'll not see signs, wonders, and miracles. Remember, Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost. He's also full of the Word and full of faith. And he uses faith, just like Timothy uses faith to stir. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. <clears throat> the Lord said to me when Dr. Dufresne went to heaven, he said, because I'm seeking God about what I'm supposed to do. You know, what's, you know, times like that, you end up reassessing everything and seeing if you're hearing from God, right? And, <clears throat> and just seeing if the Lord has anything to say to you. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeking God. I never forget. He said to me uh, in that time of prayer, he said, I want you to lead out in the spirit of faith, in the spirit of faith. And I don't have ever time to go into all that he said because, you know, I'm just maybe emphasizing one point. But, and, and he spoke some things to me. But then the next morning I got up and he said some things to me about the move of the Spirit. He said, primarily, I'm talking to you about the move of the Spirit. When I say I want you to lead out in the Spirit of faith, I'm talking about leading out and using faith to tap into the move of the Spirit. Yes. What do you mean the move of the Spirit? Well, any of the other ways that he manifests. Revelation gifts, utterance gifts, power gifts. Amen. Praise the Lord. So he said to me, it'll be lost. Brother Hagin said it'd be lost if people don't uh, not only teach it, but demonstrate it. Amen. Paul said, my speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration. Of the spirit and of power. Why? So that your faith, your faith, your faith might stand in not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Faith, faith, 
faith, the power of God is the Holy Ghost. Faith to move with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. I said, hallelujah. Amen. 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 And so, um, Brother Hagin addressed this in the Winter Bible Seminar, the last Winter Bible Seminar he conducted in 2003. He sat down on a chair. He said, bring me a chair. Sat down on a chair and began to prophesy. And one of the things he said was, don't forget, you're not only a word people. You pride yourself in being word people. He's given this utterance to the Word of Faith camp. He said, you're, you're word people and you pride yourself in being word people. And said, right and good. How many of you know that's first? Yes. <clears throat> but then he said, don't forget your spirit, your Holy Ghost people. Yes. Holy Ghost people. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. Amen. Amen. And God gave him that experience in the camp meeting of 19, what was it, 87, I believe, or something, where he had that experience where Jesus appeared to him. Actually, it was before camp meeting, but he shared it in camp meeting, where Jesus appeared to him and, and said to him some things about the move of the Spirit. Yeah. Uh, and the book Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits came out of it. And in that book, he talked quite a lot about Colossians and Ephesians, where we're supposed to, God's will for the church in the New Testament is that they be continually filled with the Holy Ghost. And how many of you know that's not God's responsibility, that's our responsibility. We have a responsibility in whether we're full or not. And that means also we have a responsibility of whether we go through the door into these greater things of the Spirit or not. It's not just up to God where God just sovereignly does something. It's up to somebody being hungry enough to act on written instructions of how to get in there. You could stand outside this building and just beat on the wall and cry and say, I don't know how to get in there. Well, there's a door. Go through the door. That's how you got in here. You went through a door. The same thing true with the greater move of the Spirit. <laughs> There's a door. Go through the door. Go through speaking in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Go through speaking, let's put it this way, in divinely inspired utterances. How much do you do that? Don't raise your hand. How much do you do that? Amen. Well, just, just take that time you spend on the Internet and start doing this and see how life will change. There's a lot of folks that uh, they developed, there's some folks developed faith in the word in the teaching era. Pastor, don't talk like the teaching era is over. Well, as as a emphasis, it's over. The word's not over. Faith isn't over. We still live by faith. But as an emphasis, it's over. It's now word and spirit. Word first, always first. The word's always first when it comes to faith. But a lot of people in the word and teaching era, you understand the way I say that? A lot of people develop faith in the word, but not faith to respond to the Holy Ghost and stay full of the Holy Ghost. Uh Uh-huh. Amen. Fewer of them did. Fewer of them that got a hold of the word got a hold of what Brother Hagin was saying in the end of his ministry. Remember, you're not just word people, you're spirit people. And God told him, I want you to have Holy Ghost meetings because he said this will be lost unless somebody demonstrate, teach it and demonstrate it. Amen. Somebody said, well, I guess Brother Hagin went to heaven. I guess that's all over. Well, let me ask you a question. You remember whenever John the Baptist showed up, Matthew 3, 1 through 2, it says, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then he said, here's Jesus. He's the one. Yeah. 
So when Jesus came on the scene, he said, well, that's over. John the Baptist is over. I'm just going to preach something different. No, it says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, from that time, whenever the Holy Ghost came on it, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, the kingdom of heaven's at hand. Yeah. In other words, what John started moving in, Jesus just yes. came in and kept That's on moving. Right. Yeah, but when Jesus went to heaven that, and whenever Jesus sent out the 12 and all that, that's all over, isn't it? No, Matthew 7, Matthew 10, 7, it says, he said unto them after he ministered to them, gave them power and authority, he said, uh, preach, go and preach and say the kingdom of heaven is at hand. They just stayed with the same thing. So when Brother Hagin went to heaven, we should just stay with the same thing. Stay with it. Just stay with it. It wasn't Brother Hagin. It was the Holy Ghost. It's not what Brother Hagin was emphasizing, it's what the Holy Ghost was emphasizing. Hallelujah. And Brother Hagin said, by the Spirit, he said, people ask me, uh, you know, what's God doing today? And he said, he's raising up strong local churches and teaching them to flow with the Word and the Spirit. Word and the Spirit. Word and the Spirit. That's what, that's the reason Stephen had such demonstration. He wasn't even a preacher. But he's full of the Holy Ghost and full of the Word, full of faith, it said. You get, you get full of faith by getting full of the word. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh, whenever, I, back, I don't remember the year, I'd have to look it up, but I, uh, I've, I've had a lot of these, I don't know, something began to change and I have a lot more night, really they're visions, but um, you know, you have dreams, but then there's night visions. I don't know if you know the difference or not, but so, but I had one of these way back after Brother Hagin went to heaven a, a few, maybe a couple years after he went to heaven. And uh, in the night dream, the night vision, I had, um, I'm, I was an invited guest to a church. And I could, there's a lot more detail of this than I have time to get into. But in that dream, night vision, whatever you want to call it, I'm there, I go to the church and I'm a invited guest and I'm supposed to be speaking. And I, I'm in the back room sort of waiting and nobody's really starting the service. So I walked out into the auditorium to see what, because it's time to start. And I walked out into the auditorium to see what was going on. And out in the auditorium, there's a lot of people socializing. And, and uh, off to the side, there was an alcohol bar. And they were over there drinking drinks and people just socializing and just, just milling around. I'm thinking, well, it's time to start church, you know, just trying to figure out what was going on. And uh, so I'm just sitting there waiting for the service to start, pastor to come out because he's the one in charge, not me, you know. Where's he at? I don't even know where he's at. But I'm sitting there waiting. And, uh, and uh, all of a sudden, I'm just sitting there. And I look up. And, and this, door, this church had, in the back, it had doors back at the back of the auditorium. And, uh, you know, foyer and then inner doors, double doors. And I look up. And, and the doors open. And in walk Brother Hagin and Miss Aretha. And they, they came down the aisle, walked down the aisle, and there was some seats up here. They just sat down in the front row, and they're, they're just sitting there because they came to the service, but they didn't know. They, they're looking around. You can tell they're wondering what's going on, too. You know, I mean, you know, it's time to start and so forth. <clears throat> so I'm sitting there, and I see them, and then I can see that nothing's happening here, and everybody's just fellowshipping, and well, whatever they're doing, being carnal. Amen. It's easy sometimes to tell what people are full of because during services where we yield and draw out of our spirits, they're quiet. As soon as service is over and it's socialized time, they got a lot to say because they're used to being up here. 
They're used to saying something. They're used to getting something out of their minds. They're not used to getting something out of here. But we're switching that. Amen. I mean, it's fine to socialize, but, but, but learn to draw from here too. Well, so I'm sitting there and I think, well, I, I mean, now this is, this is uh, Brother Hagin. This is after he had went on to heaven. Uh, and so I'm sitting there thinking, it's funny how in the dream certain things happen certain ways. But I'm sitting there thinking, now he's been up in heaven for a couple of years. Yeah. He's been talking to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He's been at the throne of God. Yeah. Yeah. He's been talking to Paul. Yeah. Yeah. All these men, he's yeah. been talking. I want to know what's on his heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, in my dream, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking around and thinking, well, I don't, do I have time to go talk to him? I, service is supposed to be starting. So I just got up, went down there and I just introduced myself, said, uh, good, good morning, brother Hagen and so forth. Just started talking to him. And I don't know how I got him started, but I got him started somehow. Yeah. And, uh, he started saying, you know, somehow I got him just start, just, just, you know how you learn to prime the pump on people. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Let me go over here. You got to learn to prime the pump on people. That means get them going. That means don't talk about cars and motorcycles. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but I, I just got him going somehow. And he said, well, you know, the plan for the church, the New Testament believer today is that they be continually filled, speaking to psal- in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, like it says in Ephesians, and he specifically yeah. mentioned Colossians. Yeah. Yeah. Colossians says the same thing. Yes, Colossians 3, what is it, 16 or something. And, uh, and so, and he went right in where he left off when he was here on the earth. Because that's what he was preaching before he left. About the church being continually filled. Y'all still glad you came? Hallelujah. And so, so, and he went in, he just started just preaching right down the line. Just like he was when he was here on earth. And I woke up. From my dream, the night, night vision or whatever you call it. And I woke up. And I'm telling you, sometimes you wake up, the anointing's all over you. Especially whenever, you, whenever something's of God. You're having a dream or something from God, something like that. And I'm, I mean, I, the, the, the room's full of the anointing. And I'm like, whoa, glory. And I woke up and I'm like, whoa. Whew, what was that? Whoa, whoa, my. And, I'm, uh, and I, I just started praying. And I'm like, Lord, what was that? What was that? And, he, and I started praying in the Spirit. And he spoke to me. He said, I was giving you instructions from your spiritual father of what your emphasis is to be. You're to emphasize this. Pick it up. Just like he taught you, you pick it up. Remember Paul told Timothy, the things that you've heard of me, commit to faithful men so they'll be able to teach others also. Amen. You don't have to get a new message. You're unfaithful if you do. Amen. Build on what was already preached. Keep on going with it. Take it further. Brother Hagin endeavored to get us into some things. And to a degree did. But a lot of people, they just, after he went to heaven, they said, well, you know, that's not the message anymore. It wasn't Brother Hagin. It was the Holy Ghost. Am I preaching all right? Okay. I couldn't tell. They, weren't, they didn't tell me. I said... Hallelujah. So that's God's plan. Building local churches, teaching them to flow with the word and the spirit. The word and the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So we just stick with it. 
um, you and I are not going to bless those around us if we're empty. Amen. An empty world can't be helped by an empty Christian. Amen. I mean, you can't even be an overcomer. I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying if you can't even be an overcomer over, you know, whatever that tries to attack your mind, depression or something like that, you can't help somebody else if you yourself are all defeated and, de- and, and depleted. Amen. Hallelujah. Full people have a ministry. Amen. Yeah, well, I thought five-fold people have a ministry. No, full people have a ministry. Full people have something to offer. Empty people don't. They don't have anything to offer. And they certainly don't have any boldness. Amen. The Bible said they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they were filled with boldness. Getting full will keep you bold. Amen. It'll make you give people a, a, a healing scripture CD with a healing cloth in it and say, here, lay this on your baby and your baby will be healed. I mean, it'll just make you bold. Someone says, well, what if it doesn't work? Well, what if it does? Well, come on now. Come on. That's not your department. Amen. Just go ahead and do it. Just go ahead and tell people. Just go ahead and lay hands on the sick. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. But in that dream, uh, he picked up right where he had left off. Isn't that an interesting thing? All right. Now, this flow, according to Ephesians, that's your personal life. But go to Colossians 3.16. We won't take a whole lot longer. I mean, we'll be out here by 4 o'clock. Look at Colossians 3. This is the, Colossians is sort of like a sister book to Ephesians. Look at verse 16, Colossians 3, 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. By the way, let's just stop and mention that. The word word there is logos. Yeah. Yeah. So get the written word in you before you start flowing in this. People get off. They don't have the word in them. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And then whenever you get the written word in you, whenever it gets down into your spirit and you start drawing it out, by the anointing and the, of, the, of the Spirit and start drawing it out, it turns from the written word to the rhema word. The written word mixed with the power of God on it turns to powerful word, spoken word. Anyway, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. Okay, one another, one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Look at that. Ephesians was to your, yourself. Speaking to yourselves, Ephesians said. Speaking to yourselves. That's your own private personal prayer life. Isn't that right? Somebody said, I don't have the gift of prophecy. Well, God might not use you that way in service, but in your own private prayer life, ye may, the Bible said, you may all prophesy one by one. He said, forbid, covet to prophesy and speak, uh, forbid not to speak with tongues. Everybody should be coveting to prophesy. Amen. The Bible said we're to prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. Yep. What? Just do it by faith? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Amen. That doesn't mean prophesying doesn't mean you're predicting, you know, in 19, or 2025, Russia's going to attack Israel. No, that's, that's, that's prophesying just speaking unto edification, exhortation, and comfort. Doesn't have any prediction in it per se. You can get over in that flow and God start revealing his plan for you. 
Amen. But that's a different thing than public ministry. So, okay, now Ephesians is for your personal private life. Colossians here is for the corporate church service. Did you get that? Are you sure? Yes, sir. So it's for, that's for the private, Ephesians for your private life, your individual life, your prayer life, you might say, your own time with God, your time fellowshipping with him, ministering to the Lord, blessing him, but you're really doing that to yourself. Amen. But then he said in Colossians, speaking to one another, one another. Okay. So in Colossians, there's other people around. This is a church service. So, so are you with me? I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm not going to shut it down right away, but I'm going to close here in a bit. So if we'll do this in private, we'll have something when we come to church. Now, the worship team needs to be an example of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just like us. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Be, be filled continually, speaking in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And there's an there's a element of faith to it, tapping into it by faith, drawing it up by faith. Amen. This is the flow, an element of the flow of New Testament praise and worship. New Testament praise and worship is done out of the heart by the Spirit, by the Holy Ghost. And when I say the praise and worship team needs to be an example of this, I'm talking about the band as well. You can do that out of your heart on the instrument. You got something in your spirit and you just yield to it. Amen. Under inspiration of the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is the will of God. This is the will of God. This is the will of God in your personal life. This is the will of God in our church services. I like that. And so it's a matter of tapping into it by faith. Amen. Your faith is involved. You've got something to do with this. In other words, he said there, you do this. Be not drunk with wine. The understood subjects you. You just do this. Just do it. Well, what if I don't rhyme? Well, nobody said it has to rhyme. It just needs to come out of your heart. That's, that's, that's the main thing. Singing, making melody in your heart. In your heart. Just, just engage down here. Tap into down here. If it doesn't rhyme, so be it. Amen. But it'll have some sort of, it'll have some sort of uh, edification to it. I, the Lord years ago, we call the utterance gifts, we call them the, well, we call them the utterance gifts. Uh, and sometimes they're, they're called um, the vocal gifts. But the, years ago, the Lord called, spoke, spoke to me and said, he called them the edification gifts. This is for edification. Tongues edifies you, but so does psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And let me say this, it'll edify you on another level. Because it's another level of faith. Anybody can, that's filled with the Holy Ghost has ever spoken in tongues, they can speak with tongues. It doesn't take a whole lot of faith. But you start flipping over into English, it takes more faith. Why? Because it takes faith to stay out of your head. Because in a known tongue, your head wants to kick in. I get in a flow of this at the ni- in the nighttime and just sing, sing psalm after psalm after psalm. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to the Lord. Hallelujah. I still don't know how my wife can sleep through it, but anyway. <laughs> 
No, she needs to sleep. But, um, but um, you know, 95% of the things you get in God, you're going to have to initiate them. And getting into this flow, you're going to have to initiate it. And to initiate it, you have to want it. If you knew what was attached to this and the doorways and the things in the spirit, it'll take you into. I've had him take me into going through a rough time take, and get in, in, into edification through these things and take me into just answers. Just boom, 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 boom. Answers. Man, I, I lived on those answers for three or four months. Services like this, getting into the flows like this, you can tap into a flow that you can, I'm not saying you just don't ever yield to it for three or four months. I'm saying what you got into in that flow just seems to stick with you. Just, it's a lingering presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's just wrap it up by saying this. There's so much here. I didn't get out half of it. I didn't get out a fourth of it, but Ephesians says, Go back to the 15th verse of Ephesians chapter number 5. Glory to God. Ephesians 5 verse number, well, let's just start in verse 17. Save some time. Ephesians 5, 17. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Don't be vague and thoughtless, the Amplified says. But uh, understanding what the will of the Lord is. So then he said, and be not drunk with wine. So... There's an element, really, a dimension or a measure, you might say, of the will of God that you and I really won't enter into unless we are constantly filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking these things out. You can start out in tongues. That's one level. I do that at nighttime a lot. I'll wake up and I'll have, I'll just, you know, I don't know how, how the devil, he just tries to jump on my head in the nighttime for some reason. Anybody ever had that experience? Just like you wake up and right there he is, yeah, yeah. you know, about something that he's threatening about, you know, or something like that. And I just learned is just to turn away from what, what's coming against my mind and dip down into here and just start drawing up scriptures. I just, all the time, just start with the word. Just start with what I know from the word, just because I know it's true. And I'll just start quoting what the word says about, I'll be answering his thoughts. And then I'll do that. And then I'll start speaking in other tongues and edify myself. And then it just invariably, it switches from tongues into psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs or something along the line in a known tongue. And whenever I yield to that, that's even greater edification. I've found that doing that is worth two to three hours of sleep. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You know, I usually know what I need to sleep. I need to certain. Anybody know how many hours you generally need to sleep? But if I'll tap into this properly, I found it's worth two to three hours of sleep. Amen. In other words, I can do this and, and I don't have to sleep as much. Well, just, just, just giving you a little bit of pointers as I go by. So, but there's, there's, in other words, there's a dimension of the will of God. Now, notice here that, that you and I won't enter into unless we're doing this. Amen. That's true on an individual level, and it's true in the congregation and the corporate level. There's a dimension of our services we won't enter into. If we're not doing this on our own in the, in the private, and then don't get into it in our services. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you one reason why there's a dimension of the, uh, uh, of the will of God we won't get into unless we yield to this. It's because the mind of God for you is in the Spirit. And what you're doing when you yield to this is you're getting into the Spirit. The mind of God for you is not in your mind. Unless he's spoken it to you and it came up to your mind and enlightened your mind. You understand? But I'm just saying generally speaking until that happens, you don't know what the will of the Lord is. I'm talking about for the decisions of your life and so forth. But, but it's not the mind of God for you is not in your mind. It's in your spirit. And that's what you're doing when you yield to this. You're, going, you're leaving your mind and drawing out of your spirit. This is good preaching, Pastor Jay. And that's the way we're supposed to live. Tapping, tapping in, dipping in for answers, dipping in. Counsel is in the heart of man. Wisdom and direction and all these things. They're all, remember the Bible said counsel, but how many of you know for 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6, what is it, 6 or 7? It says, there's a treasure in your earthen vessel. There's more than just one thing in there. There's a whole treasure trove. You need strength, it's in there. You need wisdom, it's in there. I don't know what to do. Well, dip in there. Woo, glory be to God. I love something that happened. It's been happening quite a bit lately, actually. <laughs> Pastor, can we meet with you? Sure. Set up a time. Okay, we're setting the time. Have a, have a service and something happens in the service. God moves and they call. Pastor, got my answer. Thank you. Praise God. <laughs> Woo, glory. We're learning. We're learning. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's just thank God for the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So these are divine instructions. Do it in your private life. Learn to develop a, a faith to move with the Holy Ghost. In your private life. Well, me, I'm not a preacher. Yeah, you. You're full of the Holy Ghost. He has, he has something for you. He has refreshing for you. And I'll tell you this, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Those rivers flow out to bless other people. Amen. What if you're in prayer this, you know, tomorrow morning and you get over into this and, and start yielding to it. And all of a sudden, somebody's face from, from down at the job, somebody's face just keeps flashing before you. Just keeps flashing before you. And you just keep yielding to it. All of a sudden, you see in the spirit, see something in the spirit that they need. And you pray it out. And maybe he'll say, talk to him. Maybe not. You know, just, just depends how the Lord and, uh, and, and God move in their life and, and you be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Ooh, glory be to God. Yes. Well, would God do that? No, he's probably not. Probably not interested in people. You think maybe, think maybe he's interested in people? Yes, he is interested in people. Loves people. Yeah, but they're old sinners. They're drunks and carousers. Yeah, he loves them too. Hey, glory be to God. Stand up with me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is the will of God. Hallelujah. This is a doorway into greater manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Well, why doesn't he move on me until I initiate it? I'll tell you why. He's a perfect gentleman. 
He, he won't push anything off on any. If we're not interested in him or what he offers, what, what directions he has, the help he has, the counsel, the, the refreshing that he has. I'm interested in refreshing. I'm, I'm very interested in refreshing. I'm giving out all the time. And glad to do it, not complaining, glad to do it. But as you're giving out, you need to take in. Take in, you got to learn to take in. And, uh, but he has all those things for you, but you got to be interested. He won't push anything off on you you're, you're, you don't want. He's a perfect, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Aren't you thankful for that? Demons will push stuff off on you. They'll try to force their way in your life, not the Holy Ghost. He waits to be invited. Well, you invite him, you welcome him, you start yielding to him, he'll rush in and start manifesting himself. Well, what does the Bible say about the way he manifests himself? All these are given, all these manifestations, 1 Corinthians 12, it says, what is it, verse number 9, 10, 11, down and through there, they're all given for the profit of all. It'll help you. It'll profit your life. Whoo, glory be to God. What if you get a, what if you, see, you're more sensitive to spiritual things when you just keep edified, when you stay full of the Holy Ghost, you're more sensitive. And whenever you're more sensitive, you'll pick things up that maybe you wouldn't have picked up before about something that, that's getting ready to happen so you can take authority over it and change it. If God ever shows you something bad that's about to happen, you know, he's not showing that to you because it's his will. He's showing that to you because he wants you to change it. Amen. I know my wife, Pastor Debbie, told this story before about God showing her. A, a, I don't know if it was a dream or a vision. Did you, I think it was a vision where you saw in the spirit where your, nef, your, excuse me, your niece was sitting in the truck with her brother. Two, 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 two nieces, but one of them sitting by the door. And the door flew open. And she fell out. I don't know. Did you see that she was going to be killed or just hurt? Killed? And uh, so she called her brother. God, that's how God led her to, to do it in that case. Call him. Hello, do you have that, still have that old truck? Yeah. Does, is the door handle broke? Yeah. Does your, your daughter, her niece, sit, this one, sit right by the door when they go to school? Yeah. Well, I got to share what the Lord showed me. Get it fixed. Or don't let them sit there or whatever. Amen. Oh, isn't that wonderful how God moved for Pastor Debbie? It wasn't God moving for Pastor Debbie. It's moving for somebody because she stayed full. She stayed sensitive to spiritual things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he's no respecter of persons. He wants to help us. He wants, he wants, this will profit our life immeasurably. I guarantee you, most of our lives in here are totally different because we've at least once or twice or maybe 1,700 times picked up the leading of the spirit and did something about it. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. I think I'm still alive because of it. Probably others of us have that same testimony. Hallelujah. That's profit. That's benefit. People say, oh, we don't want people to be offended. Well, no, you're saying you don't want them to profit. No, we want them to profit. We want them to benefit. Amen. Some yield, some, some listen, some don't. But that's not our, 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 ours is just to operate in the spirit as he shows us. Amen. Thank God. Say it out loud. Thank God for the move of the spirit. Amen. Let's just stay full. What do you say? Just like we did at the beginning of the service. 
Amen. Amen. Have that practice at home. Have that, have that experience at home. <laughs> Glory. Thank you, Jesus. I'm leaving different than I came in here this morning. I'm edified. I'm refreshed. Praise the Lord. And that's available daily. The outward man perishes, the inward man is renewed day by day. Not just Sunday to Sunday. Amen. Somebody said one time, uh, one week not being filled with the Holy Ghost makes one week. Did you get it? One week E-E-K makes one week E-A-K. I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's just shout to him one more time before we go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I've learned this. I've learned this. When something's trying to get in me, it needs to, if it's, if it's going to not get in me, it needs to encounter something coming out of me. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. It's hard whenever you got a hose, you know, the garden hose is just full bore blowing water out of it. It's hard to stuff something in there, right? Because it has to try to get in there against the flow of a, of, a, of a gush coming out of it. Amen. That's how you keep the devil from getting stuff in you. You just keep the Holy Ghost bubbling up and flowing out of you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.